now that I have people that can help me out, like uh, we were the first people to post about Boulder when yeah, that mm-hmm. huge party happened. We were the first people to post the kid uh, who ran from the cops on spring opening break. the door. Yeah, I made national news. You yep. posted Paul Pierce getting fired first. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Beard, and alongside of me is my co-host, Ed Fletcher, and we're here to make you next up. We have an absolute banger episode coming to you guys this week. Ed, how you doing? Doing amazing, Michael. Thank you for asking. Our guest is Total Frat Move, a very popular Instagram and brand, um, and here with us today is Bobby. Bobby, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. Very awesome. Uh, you guys want to get right into it? So actually, Bobby, you want to introduce yourself really quick? Yeah, so uh, my name is Bobby D'Angelo. I am, uh, you probably know me if you're a fan of Total Frat Move as TFM Birdlaw. Yep. Uh, it's kind of my pen name. And uh, I'm, I would say my position is head of content. Uh, so I kind of have a hand in everything we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm also a part-time Rutgers student. Don't really think I'm going to end up graduating. Uh, <laughs> mom, if you're hearing this. Sorry, mom. Just say that, <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I actually have a quick question before we get into it. Where did Bird Law come from? Uh, I'm a huge fan of Always Sunny. So, gotcha. um, and we can get this li- like into this later mm-hmm. about, because obviously, you know, I, I just turned 21 last week. Uh, yeah. I'm not the founder of Total Frat Move. Mm-hmm. I'm not the creator. I'm just a guy that's been working there for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ran a website that I think I started it September of 2019. And uh, during quarantine, it went viral. Um, I was able to troll Barstool Sports, <laughs> uh, call her daddy, yep. and a lot of different Facebook groups. And then, you know, the guys, the former uh, founder of Total for Ad Move, or I should say, I should say the former owner and yeah. the founder of Total for Ad Move contacted me because their website had been dormant for years. He just saw me as a college kid that ran a successful website mm-hmm. and said, how would you like to work here? And I jumped on immediately. Yeah. Right. Of course. Hell of an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Bobby, what what kind of in, what? What moves you and what inspires you to make yourself next up? Uh, I mean, so what, what I would say is just speaking candidly, I've always been a fan of content. And, you know, on paper, uh, before this, you know, coronavirus really hit the fan in uh-huh. March, before, uh, I think you guys are the same age as me. So Basically, before yeah. the we found out we weren't going back to college. I, on paper, uh, was kind of a nobody, like a loser. I went to t- uh, TCU in Fort Worth, Texas, where I was a member of a fraternity, but I was just doing a lot of binge drinking, a uh, good amount of drugs, not a lot of studying. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I, I'd really, you know, independently for, I guess, since I was like a junior in high school, been a huge fan of barstool sports but like expanding on that studied the whole industry so all the competitors everybody in the mix um bro bible Mm -hmm. uh you know kind of studied how total frat move had fallen off um and 
the tipping points that led to that happening. Uh, so I did a lot of research in it, a lot of uh, research in it, growth hacking, things that, you know, because I'm a marketing major that a 65-year-old professor couldn't accurately teach me mm-hmm. that I just studied independently. Um, so what I always tell everybody is, you know, you don't necessarily need a degree or you don't necessarily need to, you know, if you are a finance major, you don't necessarily need to do finance your whole life. Uh, what I would say is find something that you like and that you're passionate about and study the fuck out of it when you can in your free time. <laughs> um, and, and just learn and, and learn how things happen in that industry and look at people that are doing it right. You know, so I was looking at Kyle Fogard. I was looking at Dave Portnoy. I was looking at mm-hmm. all these people. I was reading their blog. I mean, I was reading Portnoy's blogs from back in like 2014 being like, how did he get to the point where he is today? Uh, just like from a deep perspective going in right. on all these people. Uh And I would say I wouldn't have been able to get my position without doing Mm -hmm. that. Um, So I guess that's what inspires me. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Next up, just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, So Total Frat Move has obviously so much content across all platforms, um, an immense amount. I think it's ridiculous. It's awesome. Um, So where do you guys source all your content? That kind of depends, right? so when I first started working here, I was kind of just like informed by my old bosses that they were looking to move the company. They had been in it for a long time. They made a lot of critical mistakes. Uh, it went from being evaluated at $35 million in 2016 to falling down to about a million uh, mm-hmm. when, by the time I had started working there. Um, so they really couldn't afford to have content creators, but they did promise me that, you know, if I continue to write for them and continue to run their social media accounts, that whoever bought it, they would put in a good word for me. And uh, we got bought out by Savage Ventures, which is owned by uh, Sam Savage, mm-hmm. who sold 247 Sports to Fox. He uh, is the leading investor in Outkick to Coverage with Clay Travis. I mean, this guy sold like six internet co- uh, companies mm-hmm. ranging from ones that specialize in comic books to now one that specializes in fraternity culture. Right. So uh, he he's just kind of a master of the internet and how to build equity uh, using social media as a tool for that. Right. Um, yeah. So nowadays we have our own content creators, a lot of them. We currently mm-hmm. have three girls uh, that work for Total Frat Move sister account, Total Sorority Move, mm-hmm. down in Fort Lauderdale making content. I'm going to Pennsylvania next week to make content. So some like the blogs, that's our team. As far as the funny videos that you guys probably see on Instagram, yep. some of that is me. Some of that is other content creators we have. Um, but most of it is either submitted content or, mm-hmm. you know, part of this, being a social media account manager is looking through Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, all these other platforms, finding something funny and then contacting whoever created it uh, for consent to post it on our platform. Right. And 99% of the 
99% of the time, that's a yes. Yeah. Uh, right. Because, you know, people want to grow. Maybe we've done stand up comedians to like 12 year olds doing really stupid mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but everybody just wants that clout. So, exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, that kind of, that actually kind of brings us into our uh, third question here. Um, so, you, you get a lot of submissions. What goes on? Obviously, you just said you have to scroll through. I bet it's, I bet it's thousands of submissions of whatever crazy videos are on there. What goes on kind of behind the scenes on your end? Uh, now it's a lot easier for me uh, okay. from the months of, cause you know, I, I got and I, I started off as an intern in June, worked my way up to social media manager by August. And now I have uh, interns and full-time, you know, social media marketing experts behind me. Uh, which is new that kind of happened a month ago but it's kind of like just I I think I know our audience pretty well I I study the analytics on a daily basis seeing like okay because it's kind of cool when you have a public account Mm -hmm. you get a lot of information and uh, if you use that information usefully or utilize it in a useful way you can tell a lot about what an audience likes so uh you know, if, if something comes a trend, like one day we post somebody eating frogs, we'll get like <laughs> hundreds of submissions of kids, like shotgunning frogs or yep. <laughs> doing all this. crazy shit. It's just about, uh, as far as submitted content, it's about finding the best ones or the craziest ones, or maybe, uh, you know, a video where something went wrong and the frog yeah. leaped out of someone's mouth. And this is just a hypothetical. This hasn't right. yeah. happened, but yeah. No, it's, it's definitely interesting because, um, I mean, a lot of your content is kind of given to you guys. And I obviously that, that, I mean, you guys work hard for your content in other places too, but for the Instagram, most of it's submitted. And I think that's kind of cool. how just people just like, like throw themselves out there. Yeah, they literally just want, yeah, they want to be seen by by so many people. It's crazy. (laughs) I would say, I would say, uh, uh, like nowadays 35% of it is submitted. Uh, Oh, really? Okay that's cool yeah which is which has changed a lot like mm. uh, for instance yesterday we had the viral kid throwing great like had his friend throwing grapes in his mouth and mm-hmm. it was just an absurd video right uh i watched that on tiktok i contacted the kid i was like yo that's awesome it, <laughs> it really just depends on the day it also right. depends on what's going on right so uh today fuck what day is it Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So we're kind of done getting weekend submissions during the weekend. That's when we get, you know, a colossal amount of submissions of all these kids from all over the world, Germany, like mostly American colleges, but like fucking everywhere, (laughs) all this crazy shit. And, uh, we try to like save them and not, uh, blow our load, so to speak to mm-hmm. use all of them uh, on the weekend so we could have some shit for, you for know, Tuesday, week, yeah. Wednesday, right. going in the kids going out on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, so obviously you're, you're a funny guy, creative person. Uh, most people at, at, at TFM are funny and creative. How do you, like, wh- what's the hiring process? Because these people that you're hiring, they've got to be funny, they got to be creative, and they got to be okay with a, like a little bit of like out there comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it kind of depends. Like as far as like vloggers go, 
I look for people that um, can write consistently and also, you know, they kind of have a comedic uh, sense to them. It really depends. Like I got one sports writer who writes about sports. He might write four articles a day because we need to get, you know, when you're writing short blogs uh, that are just about news, you got to get X amount of those out a day Mm -hmm. to make money off paid views for me. And I'm doing a little bit less blogging these days because I'm, you know, working on merchandise, doing a lot of stuff on the back end and things. The yep. average blog for me takes about four hours because um, it's, you know, I got to go back and refine each joke, make it as relatable as possible um, for the people reading it. So it really depends. Uh, I would say like a majority of the girls that we have on our team, they, had fame you know whether it be tiktok or twitter or some other platform uh one of them even worked for barstool last summer Mm -hmm. um and it's just you know people that i see that i think can resonate with our audience but i think could also work hard right yeah that's a big thing it's definitely a certain kind of personality yeah it it definitely is a certain kind of personality for sure yeah um, you want cool. to take the next one? Yeah. So one of the questions that we had was how do you, how do you guys compare yourselves to Barstool? Like what, what's the main difference you think between you, between you two? I mean, I don't, I don't compare us to Barstool. I, I would say like, um, Barstool's in another league, you know, we're, okay. we're fighting with the B teams. We're fighting, like if they're varsity, mm-hmm. we're playing against all the JV teams and there's a shit ton of money to be made in JV. Don't yeah, get me absolutely. wrong. You know, but um, I would say our biggest competitors are probably like old row, um, which mm. is Barstool owned, but mm. it, it's kind of difficult because Barstool is such a monster that yeah. they can just keep making these Instagram accounts to compete with us. So fifth year old row in a sense, Friday beers, but I think, uh, they also kind of do their own different thing, but right. it's just they share a demographic with us of 18 to 35 year old males. Yeah. So those are really the people we're competing, competing right. against. Yeah. Wait, so, fucking monster. <laughs> so off the top of your head, do you know what the percentage of male to female is for your followers? Would you happen to know that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 84% 80. male. Yeah, that's uh, what I would have guessed. <laughs> that's nuts. That's if, a big demographic. Yeah, but if you look at total sorority move, it's ninety percent female. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No. No. That. No. Uh, yeah. That's cool. It's, it's we yeah. have our bases covered, having uh, multiple accounts. We right. also have one called Post Grad Problems, which is meant for an older audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, no, that's kids cool. Kids, age eighteen to twenty-five. Yeah. Cool. Um. So I'm schmacked. Isn't isn't an account anymore, right? No. Do you know no. the story behind that one? Yeah. Okay. Um. I think uh, they just didn't learn their lesson. Of, okay. Yeah. Like you can make a bunch of cool content that people want to see of throwing, you know, fucking bangers in college, having all mm-hmm. these underage kids and girls showing their titties. Yep. And that's fucking <laughs> awesome. Until one girl, you know, like ODs at something that your name is on and that your company yeah. took full responsibility for or another girl asked you to take her out of a video and now her dad is suing you mm-hmm. uh so i'm schmacked really 
played a, a risky game. And right. they also, towards the end, ripped a lot of people off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw events and then just not have them after people paid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of the story there. I think they just couldn't keep up with the lawsuits. Yeah, no, that it, it, it's it's definitely really hard to kind of play the field. Yeah, in, in, it's in a risky because, business because it's it's a because, lot of underage. Right. Shit it's and, it's it's a lot of underage stuff, but it's also, um, I mean, you guys are putting out such like like out there content that a lot of people these days don't necessarily yeah like <laughs> yeah. So. I know it's interesting. It's, it's tough. What's what's the funniest piece of content you've ever seen or was ever submitted? Or one of the funniest, uh, or or a particularly I mean, memorable one. A particularly memorable one is definitely poop shotgun. Uh, <laughs> that one is probably one of the most iconic videos in TFM history. Right. Just a guy. Uh, he was, I guess, in the middle of taking a shit. His friend walks in the door, throws a beer at him. He, like, cavemans yep. it, gets <laughs> off the toilet, and then shits and completely misses the bowl. That one's pretty memorable. I mean, all of them are fucking memorable, you yeah. know. Um, it, today, we posted one that, you know, got, like, 72,000 likes of a, mm. a guy. You know, he's grinding on a girl, and he just, like, falls off a boat. Uh like any any piece of content that I've ever posted, if I saw it again, I could be like, I could tell you whether or not we posted it or Barstool posted it. Yeah, or like that. yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. It's so funny. So, so I'm 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 sure that uh, you guys get sent the same videos that Barstool is getting sent. How does that work? Have you guys ever? We actually usually beat them. Really? Uh, re- of recently, I mean, now that I have people that can help me out, like uh, we were the first people to post about Boulder. When yeah, that mm-hmm. huge party happened. We were the first people to post the kid uh, who ran from the cops on spring opening break. the door. Yeah, that made national news. Yeah, um, you yeah. posted Paul Pierce getting fired first. That was uh, recent. yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just you know the other day there was a submission we got that we posted. But I mean that's the thing that doesn't matter. You know, at Barstool's level, it doesn't really matter if they post something that we posted yeah, true. because. They're, you know, uh, right. one out of 36 people in America follows Barstool Sports. Yeah. I have no, like, qualms with Barstool Sports. If anything, I respect the fuck out of Barstool Sports. I, right. I respect the fuck out of, you know, their process and all the employees and what how they've been able to scale. Um, but, like, I, I do think, you know, there, there's always someone checking on our yeah. social media. Account. No, that, that, that's so yeah. cool. I mean, they saw my DM, which I think is awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. one more question. Um, so how do you guys turn merch around so quick? So like, let's say, um, I don't know, last night in the Gonzaga Baylor game, um, me, a meme happens, something bad happens, something funny happens. You guys got a t-shirt ready to go the next day or really when the game is over, how does that happen? Yeah. I mean, uh, working in this industry, you just gotta be quick and you also gotta yeah. be witty. Yeah. Um, right. So, you know, um, obviously somebody on Baylor has a mullet or something, you know, that kid that's riding bench on Baylor, uh, mm-hmm. old row actually beat us to the punch on that one. We were going to make a t-shirt about it, but yep. they posted one. First. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. all right, let's, uh, this is a good one. Cause this was, so I'm looking at, um, I'm watching the Ohio state oral Roberts game. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Two, three 
Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm like, Oral Roberts might actually fucking pull this off. So I call mm-hmm. our merch guy and I'm like, you know, every kid at Ohio State, they always say the Ohio State. It's the right. biggest deal for them. Being yep. The <laughs> Ohio State. So I make one and I'm like, what if we just did the Oral Roberts? We sold right. like 10 grand of those in, I don't know, like three, four hours, just because yeah. everybody hates Ohio State. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's that's funny. That, it, it's really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, that's all we got. I think so. I mean, that was an absolute awesome. banger <laughs> episode. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Um, we hope you guys like the like the like the episode. Uh, please drop a review down below. Um, and we hope to make you next up.